Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my show. This is Hannah Ferris, and you're listening to The Hannah Ferris Show. Um, Again, we're going to be talking about some other key points in the Harlem Renaissance history. Um, I have some period music playing in the background for you. I don't know if you can hear it that well. Um, But I thought it would be fun and interesting to play some music from the time, just so everyone could kind of get a vibe for what was happening in art at the time as well as these like um, life-changing events. So the first um, year I want to talk about in this broadcast is 1903. Um, again, it's we're kind of talking about the Great Migration here again. Um, but the middle-class African-American families um, heard about the New Harlem neighborhood and start to flood in. This, of course, caused many others to follow. Um, the white residents already living in Harlem, obviously, were really annoyed with this at first and initially tried to fight to keep the African Americans from moving in. But after completely failing due to just a surplus of buildings and empty spaces the landlords had to fill, um, the white people, white Americans, um, began to flood to other neighborhoods. Um, the population continued to boom in Harlem while many people moved from the south to the north. Um, again, this is known as the Great Migration. Um, this, I, The Great Migration is a um, result of the Civil War, as I mentioned in earlier broadcasts, but I just wanted to make sure everyone's clear on that. Um, we're going to skip a few years here, if everyone doesn't mind. We're going to skip to February 12th. 1909. Um, I think this is one of the first important dates that we want to go over because this is the day the National Association of the Advancement of Colored People was founded. Um, The NAACP was one of the earliest and most successful civil rights movements to be organized in the United States. Um, When it was first being developed, the group's main focus was to find legal strategies to aid them in confronting and fighting critical racial issues. So they wanted to find legal strategies to take uh, all the white supremacy and all the racism to court, um, and they wanted to stop it all together. Um, So this group really fought for it, and um, this day is really important because a lot of the Um, strong leaders from this time period were a part of this movement and fought along with this group um, to fight for racial uh, issues. Okay, I'm also going to skip three more years, and I'm going to head up to 1912. I think this is the next important year we should talk about because this is when James Weldon Johnson anonymously published his novel, The Autobiography of an Ex-Colored Man. Um... When he published it in 1912, he published it anonymously, um, but it still became an extremely influential novel nationwide. Um, He published it anonymously because he wanted it to seem more real, because this novel was fiction. Um, And at first, when it was published anonymously, many of the readers assumed it was a true story. So James... uh, Weldon Johnson got what he wanted. Um, the novel is really good. It covers many of the racial tensions of this time. One of the uh, main themes throughout the novel was the topic of racial passing. Um, for those of you who don't know what racial passing is, it's defined as when you identify as one racial group but are accepted into another one as well. 
Um, the narrator throughout the novel searches for his identity because his mother was black and his father was white, so he could identify with either one. And throughout the book, we um, see his struggles of trying to decide um, which one he wants to identify with. Um, he wants to choose to be a white man because of the... Um, just like the upper hand you would get as a white man as opposed to being a black man during this time. Um, as a result of this cultural divide from his mother and his father, he feels his identity is really unstable. Um, in the end of the novel, sorry to for any spoiler alerts, but the narrator does decide to pass as a white man and leave his African-American culture behind. At the time of this book being published, only an extremely small amount of books by African Americans had attracted a large audience.